This is Marvin Kelly with the Platform Life as well as the Feeding the 5,000 Outreach Ministries. And I am back again uh, in this beautiful place of um, of connection on this platform to speak on what we was talking about last week. I'm going to go just straight into it. I always do this every time. I always want to just thank God just for his mercy and his grace. Thank God for what he's doing amongst his people. And I know that uh, right now um, that we are in a somewhat of a state of emerge, emergency where things are going back to the point of closing down uh, because of uh, COVID. And uh, I'm just praying for everyone out there who is listening and praying that God will uh, continue to strengthen you in the midst of uh, these situations that we're going through in our in our time and in our country and um, right now in our society. And it is, is a lot. It is a lot right now that I have never seen before myself. And it seemed like this is the new norm. But I thank God that he has uh, everything in his hands, that he holds the whole world in his hands. And I think this is the time uh, in our lives that not only are we just going to speak about it, that we're going to um, see it with our own eyes, that God will manifest who he is and the power that he has to sustain his people and to keep his people and to keep this world the way that it should. So I think right now um, the subject or the topic that I'm talking about right now is very important and we can even use it right now. And that's prayer. Our communication is something that we spoke about last week, and I'm going to just jump straight into it. So last week we talked about prayer and the many types of prayers, and I was just speaking on the, the reasons why I believe that there were some many types of prayers, and we're just going to run through it right quick. And so the different types of prayers that we talked about even last week is the prayer of agreement, which was Matthew's chapter 18, uh, verse 18 and 20, talking about when two or three are gathering his name, he'll be in the midst. And the illustration that we found of it was Peter uh, in the book of Acts, chapter 12, verses 3 through 19. And this is when the saints were praying for Peter when he was in prison. They was on the point of agreement. He was praying for Peter. And the Bible talks about how the angel of the Lord goes into the prison, release Peter, set him free. And Peter comes back to the point or the place where they're interceding for him. They were interceding for him. If you look at all the prayers that I spoke about last week, you have the prayer of agreement, the prayer of faith, uh, the prayer of consecration and dedication, the prayer of inter- interceding or intercession, uh, the prayer of binding and loosing. Then you have the prayer of blessings. And so when you look at Acts 12, 3 through 19, you will see uh, the prayer of agreement and also uh, intercession at work for Peter, the apostle. And we see how the angel of the Lord came and set him free. And and, and the funny thing about the story was the narrative was that they didn't even believe that it was Peter. They thought it was a ghost or his spirit. But it was actually Peter that God can uh, bring about a change, that God can do exactly what you prayed for. And if you believe it, have faith, he'll do it. All right. Then you have the prayer of faith, uh, which was James uh, 5 and 14, uh, 5, 14 through 15, 
And also, um, we went to the point of the illustration was Luke 5 and 19. So we're just going to get that right quick once you kind of look into it. So James 5 and 14, I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it myself. All right. James 5 and 14 says, is any sick among you? Let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray for him uh, over him, anointing him with oil uh, in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith shall save the sick and the Lord shall raise him up. And if he have committed sin, they shall be forgiven. And when you look at um, the illustration that uh, in the Bible illustration that um, that I'm giving, uh, they have one found in Luke chapter five, verses 19. It talks about the man who was paralyzed and how his friends um, dug a hole inside in, uh, inside of the roof on the housetop to let him down uh, and to put him in the midst of Jesus. And when Jesus saw him. He looked at him, but one, he looked at the faith of the men. At that time, I believe their faith was exceeding beyond the people who were around him. And Jesus looks at, looks at the paralyzed man and says, your sins are forgiven. And that's what it says even in, in the prayer of faith, what I just read. It talks about he will forgive your sins and then heal you. And that's exactly what Jesus did to this, this man who was paralyzed. He forgiven his sins and then healed his body. All right. The prayer of consecration dedication was uh, found with uh, Moses and Aaron. How he dedicated um, Aaron to be high priest and he dedicated the things of, of the temple or the tent, tent of meetings. And then the prayer of binding and loosing. It says, whatever you bind on earth shall be uh, uh, bound in heaven. Whatever loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. And so God is in agreement with you while you're here on the earth, uh, binding and loosening. And what I got from that are for illustration with binding and loosening that God has given you is really giving you the keys or the authority to buy anything uh, spiritually uh, that is not of him. It is to bind and to lose something in the earth, earth realm. From the heavenly realms, whatever you bind in heaven, I mean, excuse me, whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, that heaven's in agreement with earth, that when heaven and earth come together to bind and to loose something, um, and most likely it is uh, spiritually uh, that we have access to the heavenlies um, through our prayers, that prayer shows that we have access to the heavenlies from the earth realm. And so when you look at uh, Mark, the illustration that I gave Mark chapter three, verses 27, it talks about, uh, let me just read this. It says, no man can enter into a strong man's house and spoil his goods, goods, except he first bind the strong man and then he will spoil his house. And this really talks about how, you know, unclean spirit, um, that you need to first before you can have dominion over it or victory over certain things in your life. Uh, there are some things that spiritually that is not bounded up that needs to be bound, uh, that needs to be chained up, that is actually going, is going to loosely around 
is is having its way is 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 roaming too much and it has to be bound up so it won't call cause more chaos and you bind it up and you lose the spirit of peace you lose the spirit of victory and i i used to see my pastor do this all the time first bind the strong man this is the bible bind the strong man and spoil his goods and then take take the spoils of the strong man uh, take him down, in other words, remove him from the place where he's causing so much destruction or confusion. And that's the prayer of binding and loosing. And then you have the prayer of blessings that we um, talked about last week. And and I went into the reason uh, why I believe that there are so many types of prayers. Um, that And that reason is because we face different situations that arise in our daily lives. So which each situation that occurs in our lives um, I believe really, I really believe this in my heart. There's always an antidote that corresponds to problem and it will bring a solution, which is through our prayers. So, uh, prayers have many extensions and many types. You know, you have travailing, uh, travailing prayer, which is the intensity that stems in prayer. Um, I was reading, uh, Charles Fentley. He was talking about prayer. He, he wrote that. Um, he wrote why why God requires Christians to travail in intercession with so much strong desire. He said that such prayer is a extension of God's heart. Uh, he says the uh, these strong desires mirror the strengths of God's feelings towards the situation. Uh, they are God's real feelings for uh, unrepentant sinner and also the growth of the body of Christ. He said what's amazing to him is how strong God's desire must be for his spirit to produce Christians, produce in Christians with such travailing spirits. And then he goes on to say, and God has chosen uh, the method of travailing to push a sinner into salvation or for a, a vision to extend in the body of Christ. And, and Charles Finley calls it a torment of the soul. And so he believed that that travailing is just an extension of God's heart towards a situation. And he said, most likely it is a situation of a sinner becoming saved or receiving salvation or the vision of the body of Christ to be um, extended in the earth. In the midst of all these prayers, the main thing is that God communicates back to us. So prayer may be defined as a personal uh, communication with God. So let him speak life to your life. Um, prayer is not so that God can find out what we need because Jesus tells us uh, that your father knows what you need before you ask him. And this is found in Matthew 6 and 8. He said God wants us to pray because our prayers express our trust in God. And it is a means whereby our trust in him can increase. Uh, God, as our creator, delights in being trusted by us, his creation. So it is an attitude of dependency that we depend on God as the creator, as God, as the Lord and who reigns over all things, who has the power to bring a solution to everything that we're going through. So prayer brings us into a deeper uh, fellowship with God. Number one, he loves us and delights in the fellowship with us. So God allows us as creation to be involved and in, into the activities that are eternally important. When we pray, the works of the kingdom is advanced. And this way, prayer gives us the opportunity to be involved 
in a significant way in the works of the kingdom and it manifests by displaying God's will on the earth. And so prayer allows us to be involved in the activities of what is eternally important. It allows us to be involved in the kingdom agenda that God has uh, in the heavens. He wanted to be on earth. That was one of the things that Jesus mentioned uh, in the midst of giving the example of how to pray. And he says, thou will be done in earth as it is in heaven. It's basically saying that whatever is exemplified or shown or illustrated in heaven, let the same thing be uh, done in the earth. And so prayer gives us access to the heavens and gives us the ability to be involved in God's plan towards the earth. Prayer is simply a conversation between God and man. And just to give you a meaning of conversation, conversation, it is a informal interchange of thoughts between you and another person. Uh, in other words, you're conversing about what's on your heart to that individual. But in the case uh, that we're in as Christians case, we're talking about God and man uh, having a relationship with one another or God having relationship with his people. Uh, the most important thing we have to know about prayer is the requirements that is needed in order to be um, in connection with God or, or, or to have a productive prayer life with the Lord. And the first step is in Hebrews chapter 12. I'm going to get that real quick. Chapter 12. OK, that's not it. I'm so sorry. Here we go. It is in the Hebrews chapter 11, verses six. It says, but without faith, it is impossible to please him for he that come to God must believe that he is must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. So the first order is you must believe that God is. It says, but without faith. Now, let me let me let me step back for a minute. No, the first order is to have faith. It is to have faith. Uh, to know that God is God. You must believe faith, believe that God is God, that he is um, in that position to hear from you, not only hear from you, that he's in that position um, to be the God of your life. And you trust him enough to bring a solution to the problems that you're praying about. I believe that he's God. I myself Believe that God is a God of the universe, that he can handle everything that I give him, that he's over all creation, that he's over heaven and the earth, that he has the ability. Um, I believe that if I call him, he will answer me. Yeah. Just like you believe in the things of this earth, you believe in the government, uh, you believe in your job, you believe in certain things, you believe in your bank. You believe that when you ask for certain things that it would be given to you. And so they have a certain type of stance in your life. They have a certain type of reign in your life to where you can ask for a thing and you yet believe it. That it, that 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 thing that you're praying to are not really praying to the thing that you're asking. Really, that's what it is. Asking or having conversation with has the authority to give you what you ask for. And so it carries some type of reign. In your life. So I believe God uh, in that much that God, when I pray that he will do exactly what I ask him for, if he sees fit as a father, because not only is um, he someone that we can pray to and trust, he's also a father. 
And so everything sometimes that you pray about, you may not receive because he knows exactly if it's needful for your life. And sometimes I've been in situations where God will still yet give you what you ask for. And then you will learn a, you will learn a life lesson from it. I have been given certain, I have been given things that I asked God for, but God, I knew God knew I wasn't ready for it. That's why, you know, he didn't give it to me so soon, but I kept on begging for it. Lord, please give it to me. And have you ever been in that situation where you've been asking God for something? God, please give it to me, please. And you crying and begging God for that thing. Uh, and then all of a sudden it is releasing your life. And it was, it was really the worst thing you could ever pray about. Uh, brought a lot of heartbreak, brought a lot of things in your life. And, you know, the funny thing about it is that uh, before we got it, I received it in our lives. You could see the protection of God um, keeping that that situation from us. But we kept on moving towards it, kept on wanting it, kept on craving it, kept on desiring it. And then it was released in our lives. And we, we wish in our hearts that we never prayed for it. <laughs> um, and so uh, the first rule is that you have faith in God in Hebrews chapter uh, 11, verse six. It says, let me just go right back to it. It says, um, but without faith, it is impossible to please him. And when you got to have faith, he that cometh to God, he that even come in prayer to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. All right. And so the first uh, order is to have faith and to believe in God. The person who you are praying for or praying to, excuse me. Uh, and so I'm going to introduce you how you believe in God. But the first thing in, in doing it is believing uh, his son, Jesus Christ, uh, which is the way, which is the truth and the light. Uh, he that cometh to God must believe that his son, uh, number one, is the door to him, that, that Jesus is the door to God. And so in order to get to the father, you must go through the son for he is the way. He is the truth and he is the light. Uh, any man that comes to the Father must go th- through the Son. And so um, that is something that we believe. That is something that uh, is the only way to get to God. Most people believe that there are other ways to God. Um, but the Bible states that uh, that Jesus is the truth and the light and that he is the way to the Father. And the way to even have a a prayer life, our product, productive prayer life with God is to first have relationship with the son. The Bible says in Romans chapter 10, verses nine, uh, this is the way to do it. It says, if thou confess with thy mouth, the Lord Jesus, uh, and shall believe in thy heart that God had raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart, men believe it unto, unto righteousness and with the mouth, Confession is made until salvation. So if you just confess that, that God or his son Jesus came uh, in the earth to die for our sins and he rose with all power in his hands and ask God to forgive you for your sins. Ask that the Lord Jesus come into your heart as your Lord and Savior. Then you have that fellowship um, with Christ, which will, he will give you access to have fellowship with God. For he said, when you see me, you see the father. So we are one. So once you do that, you have salvation with God. And that is the first pivotal step uh, that you need to take. And that's confessing uh, your sins to uh, the Lord Jesus and believing that he is the son of God, that he came on earth uh, to live, bled, and he bled and died. 
and rose with all power in his hands. And you asking Jesus to come into your heart as your Lord and Savior. And that is the first order, the very first order of prayer and having a committed life uh, to prayer and to um, and to experience all the different extensions and types of prayer. That's the first order is to have the Lord Jesus come into your heart as your Lord and Savior. And I will continue to press that. And that is the way to God um, that we need to go by and that he has expressed in scriptures as well. Amen. Um, I have exceeded my time and I'm, I'm going to um, continue even next week with the same topic. And I believe this is very important. And next week, I'm going to just jump right into it and um, move right right along in the topic of prayer. Continue to pray for me as I pray for you. Uh, also, my website uh, is up. I'm almost done with it. I'm still getting some uh, little bugs out of it. Um, but it is the platformlife.org. The platformlife.org is T H E P. L-A-T-F-O-R-M-L-I-F-E dot org. And you can go on there and, and uh, just kind of see what we're doing. And we're kind of putting things together, um, making sure that um, you can go come on this platform through our website and you can be connected to um, the different uh, uh, the different talks and and, and the different lessons that we went uh, as a team that we have put together. And I pray that you enjoy it. We, we are, again, we are still uh, putting things together, but I don't want to continue to keep on holding you from uh, what I'm trying to do. I want you to see uh, what God is doing. And that is the platform life again dot org. And again, I pray for you in the midst of the situation that we're going through as a culture. I pray that God's hands be on you. And let me just pray right now. God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you uh, for your awesome power. We thank you, God, for who you are, Lord, and what you can do. We thank you for your abilities. And we thank you for um, for your grace and for your mercy. Lord, we thank you how you are the God of the universe. We thank you that everything is in your hands, that you are in control. And God, you see the people, Lord, who are listening to this podcast God, we pray that your blessings be on them right now god we pray in the name of jesus that you will continue to uphold them continue to bring uh, a change in their lives in their hearts in their minds god continue to bring new seasons god we bind the spirit that tries to come and bring any type of depression oppression god any type of sickness Anyone who is sick in their bodies, God, we pray in the name of Jesus that you touch them right now, that you heal them body, heal, that you heal their bodies, and that you loose the spirit of healing right now, God, on their lives. God, we pray that your angels be dispatched to them and that you will take care of them, that you will comfort them uh, in the hard times that they're dealing with. And God, as they listen to this um, podcast, let allow healing uh, to stream from this podcast into their bodies, God. Allow, allow a comfort to stream from this podcast into their hearts, into their minds, God. And touch them and be with them. And God, let them know, Lord, that you will never leave them nor forsake them. And that you're right there by them. And God, we give you praise and glory for all things. Amen. Until we meet again, Platform Life family, I will be on here next week to continue on this conversation of prayer. God bless you. 
God loves you.